Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I'm a heart-centered career transition and job search coach. I'm also a certified stress management coach. And if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I alternate topics each week. One week I talk about career transition strategies, and then on alternating weeks, I talk about stress management strategies. Now, this week the topic is stress. And as I have shared with you in the past, I feel like I've said just about all I know to say on the topic of stress and stress management. That said, it doesn't stop me from looking for new resources and suggestions of ways to manage stress more proactively and effectively. And as a result of that search today, I found an article that was published by adoptaclassroom.org. Now, according to this article, the adoptaclassroom.org conducted a survey in March of 2022. And since it's just May, it's a recent survey. The statistics seem a bit high to me. Having said that, the people who would be responding to adoptaclassroom.org would probably express more of a need for resources and supplies than the average teacher who no doubt needs additional resources and supplies because Increasingly, districts are not providing the budget that needs to be provided for uh, the proper allocation of resources. So I wanted to share with you the 2022 State of Teaching Statistics per the adoptaclassroom.org survey. According, and I'm, I'm referring to my screen here where I have the statistics pulled up. According to this particular survey. This is how teaching has changed during the 2021-22 school year based on the results 
of the survey that they conducted in March 2022. And again, their users would be the expected responders, right? So 81% answered that the overall workload has increased during the 2021-22 school year. And I, that that statistic may be high, but I don't think that's a surprising result. That And, and everyone would agree, I think, probably 100% would agree that to some extent, the teaching workload has changed in the in the last year, certainly for sure in the last two years. 80% suggested that they were spending more time addressing students' mental health. That's not a surprise either. 71% said they spent more of their own money on classroom materials. 69% said they were getting students back to, on track from learning loss. 58% reported an increase in classroom interruptions during instruction. 55% reported less planning time due to staff shortages and other factors. 45% reported that they had had to change their curriculum. 35% had received a smaller budget for school supplies. 30% reported that the school's or district's priorities had changed. 25% said changes to assignments had occurred in their classroom. And 18% said they had less access to instructional tools and materials. So, when you're working at a deficit of resources and time, not being given the time you need to plan properly for your classes, it would be no wonder that your stress level would start to go through the roof. And you add on the mental stability of the students that you're dealing with, whether it comes from the pandemic or other issues that may be going on at home, it's, it creates a tremendous strain on teachers. So the question is, what in the world can you do about it? And the answer is, other than recognizing it, understanding that you're not alone dealing with it, perhaps going to the to the extent of finding support inside your building, finding other teachers who feel the same way you do, not for the purpose of a pity party. That's not going to help anybody in dealing with stress right now, but to find help and support for one another and taking advantage of resources like adoptaclassroom.org and encouraging your family and friends to donate to resources like that. Now, on the other hand, there's the more political view that you need to be part of your local teachers association, which is lobbying your school board and your state legislators on your behalf for additional money, for budgets, for resources. Now, at the, at the state level, the money is simply allocated with very broad 
instructions on how the money is to be used. Some of it is earmarked, but it's still very broad. And in a lot of cases, the local school board gets to make decisions about how particular dollars are allocated for things like school books, computers, paper, pencils, those kinds of things. When you are at the point of having to dig into your own pocket to buy incentives, additional pencils, more paper even, that's when you need support from other places. So find that support. Understand that there are other places out there where you can go to get help. And you don't necessarily have to spend your own hard-earned dollars to help supplement your classroom. And frankly, in my opinion, you shouldn't have to do that. I know I did it, and that was long before the pandemic ever hit. Back when I was in the, as, a, as an elementary school librarian, I bought a lot of materials, supplies, pencils, bulletin board. I love going to the school store, as a matter of fact, to buy new bulletin board supplies. And I would often buy those out of my own pocket. So when you are feeling stressed and strained because of the lack of resources, try to find a, a community like the Adopt-A-Classroom. That's just one, one example, adoptaclassroom.org. But know that you are not alone in feeling the this, this strain. And maybe perhaps just knowing that can help to ease some of your stress. Here we are in May, looking down the barrel of the end of the school year. And so I am hoping that you are looking forward to your summer, that you have plans for helping to recharge and rejuvenate yourself. And if you've decided that you're going to use some of your spring break to start looking for a new job, I hope you'll keep me in mind and consider making an appointment for a free discovery session so that we can talk about whether one of the programs that I provide would be useful to you in your search. And that's it for this week. Take care, stay well, stay safe, and I will see you again next week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.